All right, quick announcement before we get to the podcast, but we're giving away a really sweet rifle setup. Right now through the end of October, if you go over to the Elk Hunt course and you sign up, you're going to be automatically entered to win a Weatherby Backcountry 2.0 in the 338 RPM. And not only the rifle, we're going to top that rifle with a Maven Optics RS1 rifle scope and Weatherby's going to hook you up with some ammo. This is a sweet Backcountry Elk rifle and the total package is over $4,000. So be sure to get your name in the October sweepstakes. And, you know, if you want to be a better elk hunter, this course is going to give you a few frameworks that I've learned over the years, and it's packed with some really, really great information. Go check out all the testimonials that people have taken it. They love it. And now's a great time to take the course because all of the mistakes that we made from this past season are fresh in our mind and we can say, oh, that's what I did wrong. So go check it out. It's the Elk Hunt uh, 201 course. Uh, it's, it links in the show notes. You can go to the Rich Outdoors page and go straight to there. But get your name in now to get entered into this $4,000 Weatherby Maven Optics package. This is a sweet gun. Go get signed up. All right, guys. Welcome to Wapiti Wednesday. It's another uh, solo podcast, another framework podcast for you. And uh, I really wanted to put this one out. I was out scouting about a week ago and I had this thought or this concept that came into my head and I was like, man, that's, that's really good. I think we could apply that to, to elk hunting really well. And I thought it was, it was very applicable. Like this is one of the most important things right before we go into hunting season. So I kind of want to dive into it and I was trying to wrap my head around it. And what it stemmed from, it stemmed from, I was listening to, uh, you know, this business podcast and it was Alex Ramosi and he was talking about a friend that had reached out and this friend was very successful and they started doing kind of the personal brand stuff on social media. And they're like, man, my stuff just not, it's not working. It's not connecting. You know, it's not doing well. You know, what's your secret? And if you don't know who Alex Ramosi is, he's super popular in the business space. Uh, he does very, very good, but he also puts out so much content. And he had told us, his friend of his that, you know, hey, well, we're putting out 250 pieces of content a week. And this successful friend was like, wow, thank you for resetting my baseline. And it's such a great analogy or it's so applicable to hunting because it's like you reset though, like what is the new minimum standard? And like, <clears throat> I've talked about this in over the years with, uh, with elk hunting and how, you know, people who come from professional sports, right. Or they're professional athletes in their own space. They, they pick up hunting and they take it really well because the one thing that they have is they already have that very high baseline of what it takes to be successful. And then they just reapply it to say hunting. Right. And a great example of this is, uh, you know, a lot of people like the, when I do podcasts with Sean Mellon, and Sean, you know, was, he got in, well, I mean, he's hunted his entire life, but once he uh, left the NFL, he was like, you know what, uh, I'm, I'm all in on hunting. I'm going to be the best elk hunter I can be. And he already had this standard, what it, ta- what it takes to, you know, get to the NFL. So when you apply that to elk hunting, it's just a whole nother level, right? Uh, the number of days scouted, the hours put in, like the work ethic, like all these things that get applied. And so it's just like this new baseline. So it's like, thank you for resetting the baseline of what it takes to be successful. And this is why athletes are so good. And I can relate this to a story for me. And I think I've told this on one of my Sean, on one of the podcasts I did with Sean back in the day, but you know, I grew up, uh, racing and, uh, we were pretty good, right? Like for local kids, we were good. We always won races, but it was like, yeah, yeah. You know, you raced in the locals and you know, it was fairly popular, but you're the best out of 10 guys. So it doesn't, you know, it's not, 
it's not like you need to push the level that extreme until I went to my first national. I'll never forget. I went to my first national and I thought I was all good. Uh, you know, I had all the things and I'll never forget doing this downhill section. And the guy, one of the pros goes off this downhill section at like a solid three to four times as fast as I was going. And I was like, Oh, Oh, there's another level to this, right? And I think the whole my first national was a very, you know, eye-opening experience. It's like, holy cow, like there's a whole nother level to this. Like, this is not, you know, Salem, Oregon anymore. This is a whole different thing. And so it reset my standard. And then I started comparing myself at that standard. And I had to get so much better. I had to improve. And for me, that was like the big eye-opener. And so I took a lot of that same philosophy. It's like, you know, I got good and and started racing at the pro level and then it was like okay when i what i got i mean i've hunted my entire life kind of like sean but and i was even elk hunting that whole time but it was like okay when i really wanted to like okay how do i apply this baseline this new standard right uh how do i expand my horizons or expand my baseline for elk hunting and it was just like okay i'm you know what does a professional elk hunter look like right like what is like the best of the best what are they doing and I think like if you could take this concept and understand that like, man, if you could go hunting with me or with Sean or with, you know, Ryan Lampers or like one of these really great elk hunters, it would reset your baseline. And most people will never get to do that, right? And so like a part of the problem is that you you almost never get to go hunting with people. You are kind of the average of your hunting buddies. You're the average of yourself in a lot of ways. Like, you know, this is what you've always done. This is what your dad did. You know, this is the way you've hunted. This is the way whoever, you know, Uncle Joe who taught you how to hunt. This is the way it's been done. But you never really take yourself to that next level. And so this year, I want you to think about like, okay, how do I reset my baseline? What what does that look like? How do I go at this a completely different way? One way to think about this, one way I see it manifest into a lot of people is that people come up with their tactic. You know, we talk a lot about systems and they come up with their system, right? Um, Let's just say... You know, you're like, oh, my system is I locate bugle and I slip in and I cow call, right? Like this is your tactic and you're going to rinse and repeat this. When you look at someone who is like a phenomenal elk hunter that's just operating at that, you know, I'm air quoting here, but that pro level, it's it's not that they have one tactic and they implement it, you know, during the time when that tactic works. It's like they have early season tactics, they have mid-season tactics, they have late season tactics. And within that, they have morning tactics, noon tactics, evening tactics, they have late night tactics. You know, they're 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 doing something at all hours. So it's not like I'm relying on these one or two things and you know when they work they work it's like how do I apply this to uh, you know a longer time frame how do I have early season tactics mid-season tactics late season tactics I was doing a podcast with one of you guys one of the patreons and it got me thinking it's like man I look at the look at this is like okay which is my favorite week to hunt or which which week am I going to be hunting and you know applying this tactic during that time but if you're the type of person who only gets to hunt on the weekends, right? Like you, you only get, you know, two days of an early season tactic, two days of a mid season tactic, and you know, maybe two days of a late season tactic, which is crazy to me, 
but like you need to operate in the in that sphere like you need to be more versed in like early late and and within that taking advantage of every single hour that you have and so like what does this look like i don't think that you absolutely have to take the entire season off that makes it much easier uh, there's a reason a lot of people who, uh, you know, are great killers, they they understand that, like, I'm not that great of a hunter, I just spend more time. But if you don't have time as your friend, you need to take advantage of every single hour you possibly can within the time that you're given. And so, like, resetting the baseline is kind of like, I want you to think about that. Like, how can I reset the baseline? How can I take this to the next level? What does it look like for me to go pro? Now, I want to tell a story kind of like... Uh, of one of those ways that I did that, you know, in the early days, uh, in my elk hunting career. And this is a story, uh, that I don't know, maybe you'll get a kick out of. So this story is from, uh, one of the, one of the years I was hunting Idaho and, uh, this isn't even a big bull. I ended up shooting a, a kind of a dink bull, but it's a, it's a great story and it really applies to me taking to the next level. And I had hunted with a couple of buddies and, you know, they were or a couple of my buddies wanted to come hunting in Idaho. And normally I would go to Idaho by myself, but I was like, you know what? Hey, let's go. It'll be fun. And one of the guys that I was hunting with, you know, he had never really hunted with me before. He was very much kind of like doing his own thing. And I was like, oh, that's fine. But I like, I was very much in the mindset of like, I will go all night, all day, all whatever, until I find elk that we can hunt, that I can hunt. Um, and you know, this was more of the person who hunted the mornings and the evenings and it was, it was not about it. And so like, I'm going hard and it was one of those years where, man, you just couldn't turn up elk. Nothing was talking. It was super hot. It was still late in the season too, but it was just very, very hot. Nothing talking. And I'm covering ground all night. I'm covering ground all day. Like I am just absolutely killing myself to find an elk. Long story short, I end up finding, you know, a good bull and uh, trying to slip in on this bull multiple times, could never get close, couldn't get him to talk, like just nothing was going right, uh, but just kept after it, kept after it. I'm like, okay, you know, midday, afternoon, I would bump him at two o'clock in the afternoon. I'd just chase him until dark, you know, just see where he was. Like I was just absolutely, you know, crushing it. And uh, meanwhile, this other guy, he's like, you know, basically had given up, all but given up because he's like, oh, elk aren't talking or whatever. And, you know, granted, I wish I would have killed this herd bull. I think I probably could have, but a five point slipped out in front of me and I had like one more day and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to shoot this bull. And I ended up shooting that bull and being successful. But, you know, like just being operating at that level was the only reason that happened. It was just like, I was, you know, crushing it every single day. I was smoked, but you know, I was going to keep going even if the elk hunting was crappy. Whereas the alternative was like, you know, here's this friend of a friend who, you know, basically all but getting up because the elk weren't talking. It was crunchy. Like it was just, it was super hard hunting. And, and that's just the way it goes sometimes. Like you, you don't necessarily get, you know, the perfect hunt every single time, but you know, by being out there all the time. And I, I found that bull at night. And so like, I am, you know, out there all night, I'm hunting most of the day, maybe taking a nap in the day, but like, I was absolutely beating myself up, but operating at that level, you know, got me that, <laughs> that little five point should have got me the herd bull, but whatever. Uh, so like the, think about that this year is like, how do you operate at your baseline? What would it take? And maybe like on your way to elk camp, just think about it. Like, okay, what does it look like for me to operate at a different level? You know, what's the next level for me? It's not always just about making 
the tactic decision. I think we all like, oh man, I wish I, you know, was a better caller or a better this, you know, like all these things like, and that's great. I think those are good pieces to have. And, and like in the course, I, I like to talk about, you know, here's a, hey, just have three tools that you, you know very well, but like, what do those three tools look like in morning, midday, evening? And what are those three tool, tools that you want to put in your tool chest look like early season, mid season, late season? How can we like tweak those a little bit to be the most effective for that time of year, time of day, like all these pieces. And then, you know, how do we take advantage of as many hours as we can and be like super efficient with our hunting time as we're going? And so like, that's that should be your new baseline. How do you think about what is my new baseline? All right, hope you guys enjoy it. Let me know if you guys like these podcasts as always. Uh, these like framework type podcasts, just thinking about it. Uh, so hopefully you guys enjoy it. Uh, so far I've gotten some pretty good comments, pretty good feedback, uh, but yeah, happy hunting, headed out to go check cameras this weekend it's gonna be like 95 degrees as usual so uh yeah it's not looking good but gonna grind it out put in some miles check some cameras hopefully i can find a bull